Welcome back, everybody. Soul Ride Fog Hat. This is your Slicer here, Sunday, April 5th. Just want to say thank you so much for, for listening in to the show today. This next half hour is going to be about the coronavirus pandemic that everyone has been facing. And in the United States for the past month, Sunday, April 5th, it's scary how fast, how quickly, how many people have been affected directly who have had the coronavirus and how contagious this disease has been spreading. This is truly, truly a pandemic. And this world in general has not seen anything like this before. This virus is very, very unpredictable as far as how it can hit certain people. Anywhere from, doesn't matter what age you are, you could be somebody with no symptoms to someone that has a shortness of breath, a fever, a dry cough, to someone who is nearly on their deathbed who is you know wheezing sweating profusely chills high fever again i had dry cough shortness of breath and you just don't know if if you're going to be around much longer after that very very unpredictable and scary what this coronavirus is all about and what it can do to to everyone it is like russian roulette you just don't know what you're going to get and it's not for the better. You could be somebody who is in their prime youth who is very, very healthy with a clean health record, strong as an ox, and you can get nailed with the coronavirus. And God forbid you don't know if you're going to be around the next day. Really, really scary of what's happened to this world. And I can talk about our country, the U.S., but this is a global pandemic of what we're facing right now. And I can't I can't even begin to say how scary this this really is. Every day it's becoming more and more real. And I generally tend to I don't I don't ever deny the severity of of something. But I always try to take the most positive approach, even try to be more optimistic. And sometimes that gets overshadowed by really what reality is in that in that after each day, as as positive as I can be, every day it seems to get more and more serious and deadly, and it becomes tougher and tougher to feel optimistic and about about getting through this coronavirus. Having said that, this coronavirus crisis that this world is facing is is something that we will all get through. And right now, it seems like it's it is the unknown, and, and that's scary. We don't we really don't know when exactly this will end. But I do really believe that with the right direction that everybody's telling us and what we're learning so far to keep social distancing from each other six feet or more, stay in your homes, not go out, 
and be exposed and and get close to other people if we can all do our part and staying with our families the better off we're going to be for not exposing and adding more coronavirus cases and worse to what we already have over the past month in the US this is definitely something that this world is is not we're not able to figure out you know when again this is going to end this is very very scary it's it's really hard to put into words when we're going to get through this but again i am here to tell you that we will get through this this is the time where we all need to unite together stay positive as we can and find a way to get through the days that are more challenging than others especially those who are directly impacted by the coronavirus even after uh, this being a month in the last couple of weeks I seem to get I've been hearing more and more specific cases of people that of the coronavirus hearing more stories about a football player a former football player for the Jacksonville Jaguars an offensive lineman uh, it was he was his name was Tony Cervelli or something like something like that and he had the coronavirus for again a couple of weeks call it that's what the average is but he was at a point where he was on he was in the intensive care unit and the doctor's telling him we're going to try to do this for you meaning we're going to try to see if this works and not guaranteeing if he's going to come out of it in the end and this is somebody who is a a big strong former NFL player who's strong as ever who may not uh, get through to the coronavirus and thank, thankfully he did and then you hear a, a really scary unfortunate story about a 30 year old baseball coach a special ed teacher in New Jersey who passed away from the coronavirus with a good clean health record it's just so unpredictable who's going to get the worst end of the deal and then you and then you hear a story about a chinese lady was 103 years old who had the coronavirus and outlived it so it is very unpredictable as far as who who can it impact and how you know everybody's going to react to it differently whoever directly gets the coronavirus But what we must all do is is continue to work together and make the right decisions about staying in and not getting exposed or exposing other people so we can eliminate this coronavirus pandemic once and for all. This is the time that we're all going to remember forever in our world. I was talking to Allie about this. And this is something that everybody's been talking about since this whole thing started. But 
growing up, you, you read in, in history, you, you sit in history class, and you read you read books on things that have happened over over history. And you think of when you think of American history, you think of the stock market crashing. You think of you know Pearl Harbor. You think of nine eleven. And you think of all these big tragedies, you know, big events that have hit the U.S. And then you have this coronavirus. And this is something that, and again, I, I say, I mentioned U.S. stuff, but this is a world problem. This is going to be something that we're going to all be part of history and not and not for the better. That once this, once this is all said and done, this is going to be something that the, the future kids of our generation are going to read about this in their history books that in 2020 the coronavirus started in China and eventually spread and then became a global pandemic which led to thousands and thousands and millions of people that around the world that got the coronavirus and people who have died from it really scary and we just we just uh, we just have to just counter blessings and pray to God every day that he keeps us safe and and we and we get through this eventually and we will the direction that that's been going on right now for the state of Michigan as we've had a work from home order like a lot of other states have. And unless you're part of the essential needs, you're you're very specifically instructed to stay home. But for those who are who are in the healthcare, who are trying to save lives, doctors, nurses are doing everything they can. And this is a much much bigger problem that they can handle we're getting more and more patients every day that are ending up in the hospital and doctors and nurses don't have enough masks or beds to give to patients everything else is taking a backseat as this is the biggest the biggest problem that any of us have ever seen and I can't think enough for those who are doing whatever they have to to save to save lives, so I want to thank doctors, nurses, and everyone in, in healthcare who are who are just doing whatever they can to to save lives, and God bless them for it. Myself, I'm in the beverage industry, and the grocery stores are just being bombarded with just people going in and buying loads and loads of toilet paper. That's a different story. Maybe we can talk about that later. But everybody is going in there and just it's it was a royal rumble to start the first the first week. And then and then more specifically for those who had a work from home order coming, everybody ran to the stores and just blew up the stores to grab whatever they needed to stay at home for the next couple of weeks and longer. And then it became official. Our governor instructed us to stay home, and I think right now we're coming up on the uh, the third week. 
for Allie and I, this will be our fourth week to stay from home. We started a little bit early from our companies. But I am part of the that industry where we are part of the essential needs. And being in the beverage industry, in the channel that I'm in now, that I've been in for three years coming up, there's not a lot of work to be done there as those businesses are closed. And most of them, if unless they're takeout or delivery or takeout, everything else is, is closed. So it's very it's 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 important for me to do my part and to go out and help our retail side to volunteer and do what I can as a good citizen for my company and I'll and I'll say to do God's work to how I can make an impact on providing the stores, merchandising, helping out my company because this has been something way more than anybody can handle. want to thank everyone for listening in. We're almost about 15 minutes into the show. I want to say that when we do get through this, I know that everyone is going to be much more thankful and blessed for what they for for what they once had and when they do get it back. I think there's going to be a new outlook on life for many people. This is one of those things that it's going to, while it's in the short term, everyone's going to be hurting. But once we get through this in the long term, people are going to be, again, I said it, have a much more different outlook on life and appreciate things much more. It's definitely going to be a wake-up call to realize that you just don't know when your life could be taken at any minute. But I'm very, very excited to come for us to get through this and get back to reality. And I sure as hell know that I'm going to be much more excited to get back to the normal, everyday style of living and being able to do what we all like to do, go out and go to entertainment, go to movies, go out to restaurants, to bars, to social settings, interact with people, even strangers. I can't wait to just give somebody a high five complete stranger off the street and unite with them as now you can't even you got to stay six feet or more away from people so I can't wait to bond with people more and it's very it's it's tough to share to share something with that with everyone as we're all very different we have things in common yet we're all very different well this is something that is relatable for everyone and that we're all going to be able to relate that we all relate to, and that we, when we when we uh, finish up with this, we're going to unite together, and I think everybody's going to be much more appreciative of of what they have again. I miss sports. Sports sports uh, being taken away. That's that's much uh, much smaller scale to not to not really be concerned about safety first. But I can't wait till we get sports back up and running again. Thirty one years now. I've never I've never gone a, you know a, a season or a whole year and miss uh, and how to have sports be around me so I cannot wait to get that back and then uh, get back to traveling we're not even supposed to be dri- driving anywhere unless it's for essential needs like going to the grocery store 
going going to you know a drugstore to get like stuff if you're sick or just something and all the necessary needs that you need other than that people are not instructed to go out I'm praying every day for for our families to be safe there's been definitely much more phone calls and FaceTimes that everybody has been sharing with each other with their families It's still hard to believe that this is not that this I'm hoping that this is just a bad dream but this is this is reality and this is what this is what's you know this is real This was supposed to be the um, the final four weekend. I'm gonna talk uh, basketball for a second. April fifth. Th this was supposed to be the day before the national championship in college basketball. Tomorrow night was going to be the national championship, and of course, there is no college basketball this year or, or March Madness since the coronavirus started. And I remember last year when, when we uh, when the Final Four took place, Allie and I and my whole family we went down to Asheville, North Carolina, to see my uh, cousin Austin get married over there. They're from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, and Marietta specifically. But we we went to Asheville, North Carolina, for for his wedding, the same weekend as the Final Four. So it was literally a year ago when we had the Final Four. Michigan State was in it, and they ended up losing. They had a, an exciting win after beating the fan favorite of Duke, and then they lost to Texas Tech. And Michigan State was getting hot at the right time going into the uh, tournament this year, as they always as they always do. And for seniors like Cassius Winston, who who was the Big Ten Player of the Year preseason, for him not to get a shot at the title. Uh, Hurts, and not just for him, for all other seniors that are that were not able to participate in this tournament. He had a rough year as as he lost his brother this year, and then this happened. That's just one scenario, but I was really looking forward to seeing those guys play. And then again, not just as as a fan of of the Spartans, but just for for basketball, college basketball fans, we're missing out on the Final Four this weekend. And again, this is obviously a much smaller scale as far as you know what's important compared to you know everything else and that's again safety first and making sure everybody's taken care of and nobody gets hit with this stupid coronavirus this week I'm gonna be getting up uh, extra early I'm gonna be getting up at uh, 3 in the morning and I'll be starting at a grocery store and at a Meyer, I'll be doing that every day this week. Definitely different change in lifestyle these past few weeks with this coronavirus as I've been helping out on the retail side. And I'm excited to get to go out there and, and help out because I know that everybody, especially in essential needs, will, will need as much help as they can. But I'm going to do the best I can to help my company out. And what really matters is how much I could be helping out 
you know, families out there who are just trying to get, get by. And then let's talk about that too. There, you know, not, and then, you know, safety first, but, but secondly, there's many people all over the world that have lost their jobs because of this coronavirus. People have taken pay cuts and, and uh, luckily we've had the stimulus package in place where there's going to be some financial aid given back, but this is, this is, has screwed over so many people. And uh, again, I, I just I can't wait till this is till this is all over till we get back to the to reality. I think what's realistic right now is that if we can get if we get by the next couple of months, I think we can I think we can start to see, a, you know, a slow process, and we'll get we'll start to go in that direction of living, getting back to reality. But I can't wait to see my sister. And her, and her future husband get uh, married in July, and then Allie and I have our wedding in August. Those are the things that that jump out at me, as far as what I can't wait to to see and have happen, experience. And right now we're all just, just sitting patiently, waiting, and making sure that we're doing what we need to do during this this pandemic. Got about ten minutes left in the show. Thank you for listening in, everybody. But I want to leave a message, too, for everybody, too, out there that's listening that this sucks. Let's let's not kid ourselves. This is awful. I'm so, I'm, I have, everybody's got all the emotions that are running through them right now. Upset, angry, anxious. When's this going to end? Take one day at a time. Spend time with the people that you love. Find ways to see the silver lining, and find ways to get and find ways to stay busy before we can finally finish up this stupid crisis. Life is pretty short, and sometimes it can be shorter. And taken away from us when we least expect it and hopefully this will be a lesson and it, it it shouldn't it shouldn't go this way but this is what reality is but this is definitely one of those lessons that be very careful because you just don't know you know what happens next in your life and it can be taken just like that but I'm very thankful that so far knock on wood that um, both Allie and my family we're, we're we're both doing well. We're we're still working. Everybody's safe. Count your blessings. Let's get through this. The next thing that I want to discuss. Furthermore, I want to go a little bit deeper. Is the people that are working in the hospitals and the healthcare department can't say enough and tip my hat to them for for what they're having to go through? These are people that are literally giving up their, are risking their health and safety to save other people who are affected by this coronavirus. 
there's a shortages of masks. And again, I said it earlier, but people that don't have enough beds or all the, the right material in hospitals to take care of patients. And that is not an ideal working environment to be in. Well, but, but focusing more on the, the people that are, are literally exposing themselves to getting the coronavirus, but they're, it's the most unselfish act that you can do. And that's to take care of someone knowing that they may be risking their own lives getting the coronavirus. So we got to tip our hats to those who are doing that. And I just want to do a shout out to them. I know one of my friends, um, good friends, his wife is, an, is a nurse. And on, even on Allie's side, someone who's not directly in that type of work is now shifting gears into that work to help to help out as anything in healthcare the, the number one priority is getting everybody all hands on deck to help out with the coronavirus and anything else in normal everyday life is very very secondary or irrelevant at this point as this pandemic is just just more than we can ever handle Got about five minutes left in the show. Thanks for listening in, everybody. Let's, let's change it up now and want to enlighten everybody uh, this morning. Totally switching gears here, but I just had the most amazing cinnamon roll ever. I can't remember last time I had I had a cinnamon roll, but Allie made me these phenomenal cinnamon rolls, and I I was like, you know what? I'm inspired and I want to do a show now, so I had cinnamon rolls, and then uh, again a nice beverage. I already did my workout this morning, and then Allie and I are going to go out and uh, go for a, a nice healthy run, keep our distancing from everybody else. There's a lot of people out and about right now. People luckily are allowed to leave their homes too, to go outside and go for walks. And thank God for the weather. That's that's definitely helped offset of what, as far as all the fun things that we normally like to do, the, the having the sun out there and warmer temperatures has definitely become more feasible and manageable. So we're looking forward to doing that. There's definitely been a lot of TV time, that's for sure, and indoor entertainment. I got a uh, N64 a few weeks ago, and that's been fun. We've been playing Mario Kart, and then now we've been diving deep into TV shows, watching stuff like I've been watching The Messiah. That's been a pretty good show. And then uh, Allie and I, we actually, we've been watching Mike and Molly, which is a phenomenal comedy. And then we just started watching Tiger King yesterday two nights ago started binge watching more of that yesterday and we'll probably watch more of that today but very very a different world people that have a fam a farm of cats that's uh i'll let you guys watch and find out but it's it's a pretty crazy i it, it would, if unless i i mean i, I now that we've seen the show and never in my life would have thought of the stuff that goes behind owning owning like a farm of 
of big cats and and what that entails yeah it's pretty pretty nuts anyway April 5th I can't wait till we get to May get the weather cooking more and hopefully we can start moving around and start getting back to to reality and hopefully Memorial Week and maybe that'll be the kickoff to that but in the meantime everybody be safe Thank you, everybody, for listening in to the Slicer Show. Enjoy each day you have. Let's get through this. Make all the smart choices. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Stay away from people as much as possible. And let's just bash this coronavirus into oblivion and get rid of this damn thing once and for all. I'll be back next week. want to say thanks again. By the way, hopefully the audio sounds better on this show. Allie got me a um, this, this nice microphone for my 31st birthday, which was a couple weeks ago coming up. So really enjoy talking into the mic. You guys be safe. This is your slicer here. Have a great day. Let's have a great week coming up. Take a seat, coronavirus. You will die. Slice it. See ya.